0: Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL footy tips for 2023. I'm currently working my way through every team's season preview before the launch of the NRL season in 2023, which kicks off on Thursday night with a huge game between the Eels and the Storm. I'm now up to last year's top four. And speaking of the Eels, they were the ones that finished in fourth place in the regular season last year. And we look back at their 2022 with a lot of fondness. It obviously didn't end the way that all those diehard Eels fans that have you know, been waiting and, and hoping for a premiership since 1986 hoped it would. But I said it on the show at the start of last year, if the Eels didn't make a grand final last year, the year would have been a failure. They absolutely had to deliver for their fans. They were in as good as a spot as they've been for at least 10 to 15 years at the club. And, you know, at one point it looked like they were going to do what the Eels do, you know, every year for the last 30 years, and that's fall away near the back end of the season. And, to, you know, the thing about the Eels in 2022 is they really brought it together and had this huge run to make the Greener Final. But it was still a big season of inconsistent performances. I mean, at one point, they, uh, I think, lost by 30 against the Bulldogs. They gave the, uh, the Tigers their first win of the season, thanks to a field goal by Jackson Hastings. And, you know, even round 22, near the back end of the season, see how Sydney beat them 26-0. So you just never knew exactly what you were going to get with the Eels in 2022. And inconsistency has been, without a doubt, um, one of the things that have cost them success in the past. And Brad Arthur did a good job at rallying the, the troops. They won some um, games at the back end of the season to, to set up that top four match in the last round of the season to decide fourth place between the Eels and the Storm of the regular season there and the Eels got the job done um they were in the game against of Week one of the finals they end up losing two big wins against the Raiders and the Cowboys to reach the grand final but then ultimately the grand final went horribly wrong and I think that everybody that wasn't a Panthers supporter was going for the Eels last year in that grand final because we love an underdog story and the Eels were underdogs and they um had gone through this as I mentioned uh just up and down season, and they managed to come through the other side. But, you know, when the are versing a team like Penrith, you have to be perfect, and it's safe to say that the Eels weren't perfect in the grand final last year. So, in my opinion, uh, 2023 could go one of two ways for power. And it's always a question when, you know, teams have this huge rise to make a grand final and then ultimately don't get the job done. I mean, we've seen it in the past... I'm just trying to think of a couple of examples. The Warriors 2011 against Manly where they fell short. The Eels themselves against uh, the Storm in 2009. The Roosters in 2010 against the Dragons. The Bulldogs in 2012 against the Storm. It's happened and it's happened as of recent times where um, you know teams can sometimes in the next year have that green final hangover, so to speak, where they got so high and emotional in that period of time as they worked their way to that green final appearance and gave that season absolutely everything that they start slow the next year and struggled to really gain any momentum due to inconsistent performances now the eels already have been inconsistent as i mentioned even the year they made the green final last year they were up and down the other way that this could go is they could become I'd like the sea of city rabbit of at 2022 and um And even teams that have lost grand finals and and gone on to win the next year. But take someone like the Rabbitohs. They were struggling in the first half of the season last year. They managed to pull it together. And that was after a heartbreaking loss uh, at the back end of 2021, the grand final against Penrith. So, um, you know, there's a lot of hope if you're a Parramatta fan that they can go one better and win the premiership this year. But there's no doubt it's going to be easy. I mean... Even though they made the grand final last year, for the Eels to go one better this year, and this might be an obvious statement, but they have to be, in my opinion, a lot better this season. They've got to be more consistent. They've got to show up and not disrespect opponents. And while they made the grand final, I just question whether there's a culture problem at the club in terms of, um, you know, wanting to get to get to the premiership the easy way. They understand the pressure. I mean, it's been what... 36, 37 years this year since the Eels won the Premiership. And, you know, given fans' hope last year, they're going to have huge expectations heading into this season. There's no doubt about it. We look at the recruitment side from Parramatta, they've lost some big players, in particular Isaiah Papali'i and Reid Marty. They're two of the key men in that charge to the Green Final for the Eels last year. Papali'i perhaps won the best second rower in the comp last year. Um, obviously, he's gone to the Tigers. They've gained. You know some handy signings. Josh Hodgson comes over from Canberra to, um, I guess, try to end his career on a high note and take that position. Marnie is the hooker for the Eels. They've got um, some young forwards looking to make an impact in Hopgood, Jermaine Hopgood and Matt Dory and uh, Momosia, Jack Murchie. These guys all seem like they're going to get an opportunity and perhaps all of them in round one. Dejan Arcee comes from the Warriors. He's a good utility as well. Um, so recruitment hasn't been too bad apart from losing a couple of key men. They've replaced them with guys that have a lot of utility value and a lot of value that add a lot of depth to the club. So I'm not too concerned when it comes to that. But... Just like some other teams, like the Roosters in Melbourne, they're coming into the start of the season a little bit undone for me, especially in that second row forward positions. Um, Sean Lane got injured in the trial, uh, Madison suspended for the first three weeks, so... There's no doubt the Eels are going to have to um, blood some young guys in their forward pack early in the season, and hopefully they can get the best out of them. They can make the most of the opportunity. But if we look at their 1-17 to predicted for round one, as of the NRL app, they've got Clint Guffson at fullback, Sevo and Sean Russell, the wingers, Panasini and Wagga Blake, the centres, Brandon Moses, the Haas combination who, you know... Dylan Breon had a breakout season in 2022. I'm expecting big things from him again this year. Moses, another good season, but another season where when they needed him, um, and again, it wasn't just his fault, the grand final, but when they needed him, and even in the prelim where he struggled a little bit, um, he just needs to be bigger in those big match moments. The forward pack, Kim Will Gillard Jr., Paulo, Josh Hodgson's the hooker. The second rolls for round one. Here's where the inexperience comes in. Matt Dory, Jack Murchie, Jermaine Hopgordon on the bench. Arthur, Brian, Cartwright, and Makatoa. So, as you can see, all the key components, or most of them, apart from those big two losses, from the grand final remain in this Eagles outfit. Um, the big ones being Guffo, Brian, Moses. Most of their spines intact. They've still got the big two front rows that can, you know, when they're at their best, change a game in Campbell, Gillard, and Paulo. But again, when the pressure got to them last year, um, you know, Paulo in Origin. These guys both in the green final, that one-two punch for the Eels is so important in starting their sets off well and getting a lot of momentum so they can get into attacking position at the end of the set. And the Pinfers just didn't give those guys an opportunity to do that at the back end of the year. They're going to be very important for the Eels' uh, seasons. The halves and the composure that they have are going to be important for the Eels' season. But I just have question marks over the depth that the squad has if injuries occur. Um, I don't know how... How the team will go. The outside backs for me seem a little bit skinny. Their forwards, the depth there isn't good, in my opinion, after those two big departures. And even um someone like uh I think he's going to the Warriors. The um one of their bench players last year was really good. I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Just bear with me for a moment as I as I get this name. Um Nicore was, was a big big reason they made the Grand Final as well. The impact that he had from the bench last year and the fact that he kind of plug in anywhere. But uh, for me, start of the season is ultra important without some of these guys to try to get some momentum. You look at their first five rounds and, man, apart from maybe South Sydney, they have the toughest run um, and anyone to open the year, in my opinion. They've got Melbourne, followed by Cronulla, followed by Manly, followed by Penrith, and then the Roosters. So... Um, they also don't get their first buy until round 14, so it's a pretty relentless start for last year's grand finals. And I just have, as I mentioned, I've got diaz over there. Scored Hodgson, Josh Hodgson, I don't know if he's the star that he used to be. Does he have much left? I hope he comes in and proves me wrong, but based on his trials performances, based on his last couple of seasons at Canberra, it just seems like his legs are tired. He's worked himself over the, into the ground over a great career, no doubt about it. Bit me, and I just have question marks over his contribution in comparison to Reed Marnie and what he offered the club. So I just don't know about Parramatta. As I mentioned, they could rise, they could use that green final loss to really energize the squad and, and try to go one better and really give this Premiership race another tilt. But based on what we saw and the conditions, how they made the grand final last year, it was a controversial win against the Cowboys, no doubt about it. And those inconsistent performances throughout last year, I've just got a bad feeling about Parramatta this year. And I actually toyed with uh, with changing their position with Keembra. And because as I mentioned, they also got such a talented squad on paper. I just I think Brad Arthur's under pressure to perform. I think the Mitchell Moses is under a lot of pressure. Um to, to deliver in these big match moments but for me, I just I've got the Eels missing the eight and it might be a crazy thing to say but I've got the Eels finishing ninth I think they will struggle for consistency all season like they did last year, but unlike last year where it all came together in those last five to ten rounds, I think it's where it might fall apart for the Eels and I think they might just miss out on the top eight and, you know, I hope I'm hoping wrong because I want to see all those Eels fans be able to celebrate a, a premiership and the first one in 37 years. As a, as a Rabideaus fan myself, I know what it's like to not see a premiership in a very long period of time, and I don't wish that on any team. Uh, but for me, I think last year was their opportunity, and I think it slipped away, and I think that they're going to struggle uh, to be consistent in 2023. So the Eels finishing ninth. Where do you guys think they're going to finish? I'm crazy for leaving them out of my top eight. Do you think they can go one better this year and win the premiership? Let me know. Make sure you check out the Round 1 prediction show on Tuesday night, and I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL footy tips.